Hey, Andrew. What's up, man? Well, you're in a looks like a better location than me. Just on my porch. It's on the nice. front porch, watching nice everybody go by. Are you are you the guy that yells at people to get off your lawn? Pretty much. Like, don't let your dog <laughs> eat on the grass. Yeah, you're peeking through the windows. <laughs> hey, no, real hey. talk. I was eating lunch with some of our youth and their neighbor. We were all sitting socially distanced in their front yard, and their neighbor was literally like peeking through the window, like staring at us. And I was like, "Hey, your neighbor's creeping on us. It's a little strange." They, just, they they are also yearning for social interaction, so they were just jealous is what I'm going to – that's what I'm putting out there into the world. Uh, well, man, I know that you have an event coming up uh, this Sunday, so I wanted you to, to kind of run us through that real quick because I think it's a uh, you know, really innovative idea, and I wanted uh, everyone that isn't in youth to hear you know, the brilliance of what you got going on. Um, tell them a little bit about how you prepared and – and then we'll kind of jump into the to talking about Luke's sermon on Isaiah 55. Yeah, so we're going to host a drive-in movie night for youth and their families this coming Sunday. We decided that uh, we need to take a break from the digital stuff and see if we can find some way to get people physically in a space together, but in a safe way. And a drive-in movie feels like a pretty solid idea. And we're able to lay out guidelines that says, you know, hey, make sure you stay by your car. If you need to use a restroom, you have to wear a mask, like going to and from. Like we're able to kind of control those variables a little bit. Mm -hmm. So we're going to show The Incredibles. Um, starting, people start arriving at 8.45. We'll start the movie around 9, 9.15. Um, and we'll just, we're just going to hang out in the back parking lot. We bought a giant 25-foot movie screen. We have an FM transmitter, so we don't have to worry about blasting loud noises into the world. Um, you just sit in your car or you bring a lawn chair and just sit by your vehicle and just enjoy a movie. Uh, we'll That's let awesome. park near like their friend groups, you know, but as long as they have to stay by or at their vehicles, those kind of deals. So yeah. pretty, I think it'll be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's, it's really the first time that we've gotten kids together physically since this happened. And so I, I'm nervous, but also pretty stoked to to see everyone together. I bet I know a few uh, college football fans that are going to be asking you if you're going to do this on Saturdays at the church parking lot. You know, they're, they're like, I want to watch with my friends, but uh, will you put the game on? But uh, it, it's too bright for that. We'll have to tell them no, it's okay, but we'll, we'll try our best. We'll show replays because – Yeah, replays. is iffy at best right now. Exactly. We don't even know if it's going to happen. But I think that's a really great idea. I'm excited. I'm going to be there uh, Sunday night. I think Luke's going to be there and, um, you know, a bunch of youth. So pretty excited about that. The screen looks good. We, we did a test, test run hey, on uh, Tuesday. Half the daggum size of the sanctuary. You can't see the chancel or the choir loft when you set it up. Exactly. The thing is massive. Andrew had it right in front of the altar. You physically couldn't see anything behind it except the top of the rose window. So that was pretty crazy. Uh, to go down there and see that uh, there's what's that old Shakespeare oh, I can't even think of it but there's one where the pretty actor is acting and or and singing and the less good looking is behind the he's behind the curtain you oh, know and then they pull the curtain back it's it's the same trope in Wizard of Oz that's what we're going to start doing on Sundays we're going to blow the screen up we're going to project on there uh, you know a good looking set of ministers but then the rest <laughs> of us will be on the backside. Uh, I'll do having our voices for radio you know that's what we're made for. 
but I can make these jokes because no one watches. I'm just kidding. To the people that are watching this, I'm really happy that you do. We're excited to keep making them. All right. So Luke talked a little bit um, about this, uh, this verse from Isaiah 55, 10 through 13. It was beautiful. And he opens up talking about dreams. And so uh, I wanted to ask you, you know, how are you sleeping during COVID? I know it, for me, it goes up and down. You know, some weeks I sleep like an angel. Mostly it's a lot of anxiety. So my dreams have been reflective. You know, the other, the other day I was dreaming about being with a group of people. You know, I, like we were all out somewhere. I don't know. Have you had any weird dreams during this whole endeavor? I don't typically remember my dreams, but I did tell you one before about like going to one of the local breweries and none of the taps worked. And the only thing they had was like a weird lemonade. Like, so that was strange, but I also had a fly fishing rod with a, uh, it wasn't, there wasn't a fly on it. There was something super heavy, so I couldn't cast it right. It was very stressful. I woke up very stressed. <laughs> And this was last night, so that's that's the one I can remember. All like I think I've slept moderately okay, um, but I go in cycles. Sometimes I'm good, yeah. I'm not. It just depends on what's happening. Yeah, dreams. Luke kind of went through the science of it all. You know, it's like the the stored memory, the long term memory, the short term memory, and then all of the other things in between, and they're just kind of colliding. So I just, to me, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a an armchair therapist here about, about your dreams, you know, the being at a brewery when all the, the taps are gone, you know, that just kind of seems like what we're, what's happening right now. You know, we're glad to be here. It's just not where we exactly wanted to be, you know, so that's what, <laughs> so, well, that's good. Well, the, the question I had kind of revolves around uh, a Beekner quote, uh, you know, Luke started with Beekner and ended with Craddock. He made the joke, you know, he was trying to hit the bookend with both of Rob's favorites. I think he did a good job. Um, but uh, Craddock was saying that the rarest of all dreams uh, is when we, what we experience in the dream is truth. It only can be described as truth, right? And it, uh, it's kind of a transcendent form of dreaming. And he gave a, a whole example of Beekner in the hotel and one of the rooms, you know, he felt nothing but like, happiness and he goes to the different rooms and i think there's something in that that you know the best form of dreaming the most pure the but also the rarest is when um what we experience can only be described as truth um so i wonder have you had any dreams about like what you see uh the ministry of central at as a whole or and and the youth ministry what is your dream for them uh, you know, when you look in your mind's eye that you can only see like, this is the truth of who we actually are. And this is where we're headed. Yeah. Um, I think about like things we've experienced and seen glimpses of and had like taste of like you went with me to collide last year where you had a diverse group of young people yeah. that lived liturgically and in a rhythm, like a monastic rhythm where they would pray, they would eat and then they would serve and then they would learn uh, they'd worship. I, you know, such a beautiful picture of what I believe God's vision for youth ministry is, um, where you break down barriers of ethnicity, of sexual orientation, of, of, of race, of, you know, nas national identities, but kids from Korea, Africa, from all over the place. Yeah. Socioeconomic didn't matter if you're rich or poor. Everyone was grungy and dirty and did the work. Um, yeah. It was just a beautiful depiction of what I really do think 
youth ministry should and could look like. Um, and I think about um, how the pandemic has really and truly upended and torn down all of these kind of idols that we've created in youth ministry. I mean, we can't do anything that we would normally do. We can't eat together. We can't go on trips. We can't play goofy games. We can't, you know, everything that people think youth ministry is, we cannot do, Uh, which means in some weird way, like God's kind of pushing us to go, hey, like it needs, something has to happen. There needs to be something different because ministry with adolescents does not need to end. And so um, I think of things like conversations we're having about how we can partner with schools to be a resource, things like that. Like, especially as kids are in high school and middle school in Asheville city, they're not Mm going to go to a physical classroom. So yeah, people need good news. It's just, instead of us saying, here's the good news for you. It's us asking what actually what's, what would be good news to you? Because in a lot of ways, like Christ is the physical representation of good news. It's just, you know, instead of us dictating that, we're, we're seeking, you know, we're listening out for God's whispers through the voices of other people trying to meet their needs. Yeah, no, that's well said. And that kind of dovetails into my like last thought question thing I have for you. And, you know, Luke was really trying to bring us back to, you know, like the beauty of the words in Isaiah 55 and it's really easy to picture here in the mountains. Um, but like you were saying, you know, Christ is the embodiment of goodness. And a lot of times we only see Christ or hear the whispers of God through others. And it's really difficult when we're, you know, distant like this to do that. Um, and Luke kept kind of circling back to, you know, God can make all things good, which I think he can. And then he takes this excursus and he says, you know, I want to talk really quickly um, about karaoke. And I was like, okay, Luke, where are you going with this? And then I thought he was going to sing, you know, we're going to throw up some prayers and uh, of thanks that uh, it didn't happen. But come uh, over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the uh, he was kind of saying, you know, how funny is it that we can recall the familiar tunes, the familiar sounds of these silly songs that people sing on karaoke? And that got me thinking, you know, you and I play trivia together every week on Tuesdays with a group of friends over Zoom. And that requires us to come up with all this useless knowledge, you know, it's knowledge that really, when are we going to use it, you know, uh, but we can just recall it so quickly. We can use it once a week. To, yeah. Once a week, we can bring it to the forefront of our mind. And, you know, Luke took that silliness and he kind of makes it more serious, but um, it's something that's so interesting. And he asks, you know, when did we forget that God could make all things good? You know, when did we stop hearing, you know, the voice of God or the, the, the sweet sounds of God's voice um, in the world, you know, and, and kind of how do we um, circle back? And when did we forget that God could change, um, you know, thorns into the cypress tree, like it says in, in Isaiah, that, that God can make all things work together for goodness. Um, and we can remember all these other silly things, but we're so quick to forget, you know, the goodness of God. I thought that was, you know, really fascinating. And so I love, you know, how you're trying to keep that at the forefront of the minds of our youth, you know, and, um, and our whole church as a witness to say, you know, we've, life's given us lemonade, or lemons, we're going to make lemonade, uh, not the weird kind from Andrew's dream, but it's going to be good lemonade, you know, and, and so I, my question kind of comes down to like, what are some ways that you're, that you, 
you've been seeing, you know, during this COVID that's reminding you God's making all things work together for good. You know, God is still speaking in the world. The Holy Spirit is still moving in the world. What are some of those things? Give me some good news. <laughs> well, I guess like a couple things. Um, one, I think I pushed back a little bit on that part of Luke's sermon because I don't think we've forgotten those things. I think that we ha- just tend to, if, if we forget anything, we forget it's God who does those things and, and we see mm-hmm. the in other places and we look for those things yeah places i think we still understand that there's something out there that's working for 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 good in the world and to bring it into harmony i think we understand in a lot of ways that and we know deep in our hearts if you listen to to you know if you listen to songs if you if you watch tv shows those there there are undercurrents in our culture and society that says these things are true but we've just allowed those things to say what about the is true and instead yeah. of allowing God to say, actually, what, what about love? What about, what about the way the world works synchronously, you know, syncing up together? Mm-hmm. What about that is important, but we allow those other voices to overtake God's voice. And it's kind of like we need a retuning. Yeah. Uh, I think that's why I miss church the most. I always, tell our youth this church is like practice it's not it's it you know when you go to practice you i was always taught you got to practice how you play and church mm-hmm. is where you practice what it means to be in the world that's why you say the things you do in the liturgy that's why you greet people by passing the peace that's uh that's why it's an open table uh that's why we give we don't give yeah. to just uphold the church's budget we give because we practice a spirit and a way of giving of giving yeah and so I, I, so I, I do, I push back on that a little bit, Luke Lingle. Um, and, and would love <laughs> That's to talk. why we do the talk back. For <laughs> once, someone pushed back. At least it wasn't on me. You know, that means my record's still spotless. Luke, that's on you, man. <laughs> and, and I think in regards to where I, I see those things happening in the world, the good news, I remember when all this first happened, hearing stories about – the, the resurrection of the kitchen table and families yeah. playing together and experiencing life together. You, uh, we, I saw it in the, in the outpouring of desires to help where people needed help. Um, I see it. Um, I see it in, in my life where I got to know my neighbors a lot more than yeah. I ever have. And we've helped each other out in more ways than one. We've, we've learned that, um, and, and I think you see this in the struggle over things like mask and that like we had a period of time to where we were willing to be selfless. And now all of a sudden you're starting to see pushback on that again. Yeah. And I think that's where it's hard, but I think you see a whole lot of people sticking up for that and saying, actually, no, this is, this is loving your neighbor. Yeah. Um, this I is see what we that. practice for. Yeah. And so I, I see it in a lot of places. Um, I see it over Instagram with my favorite musicians uh, doing free shows to raise money for local event venues, you know, mm-hmm. that are still not open. Um, it's there. Uh, it's in the very same way, you know, I talked about retuning, you know, a part of it is, is just learning to see through the lens of grace and, and, and love um, as opposed to just, cause it's really easy right now to see through the lens of despair. Um, yeah. It goes to one of hope. A little VBS pitch there. So, 
so yeah, so I, I think it's, I think it's a lot more prevalent than we realize. And I think it's our job as the church to call attention and to partner yeah. in those movements of grace. No, I, I agree. I really, and you're, I think you're exactly right where, um, we've been, uh, and, and I also want to say pushing back is good. And that's part of the practice, right? Because you didn't say Luke was wrong. You said, I disagree. Here's why I, you know, we're always going through the, the motions to try to figure out how we can be someone in the world. And right now we've been challenged. Like, well, you've been saying you like, love your neighbor. Uh, and you hear that at church, you've been saying, you know, uh, blessed are the poor. We went through a whole Beatitudes uh, uh, thing last year, Who the faces of God. We've done all of this. We've learned all this. And now uh, we're kind of being, being, you know, called the task. Are you ready to, to show all the things that you learned? Are you ready to show off and yeah. perform uh, all the practice that we did? Um, so I really like that, man. Well, do you have anything else? Any, any parting words? uh you know love your neighbor wear your mask wear your mask exactly also uh i don't know if you've noticed the hair's getting long getting <laughs> getting, getting rowdy i don't know what when uh when that's going to go away but that's while. fine um i want to say this week uh we had vbs in a box i think Anne's going to come on and do the sermon talk back next week uh and kind of talk about that but there's going to be a closing worship uh, for that. And then all of the VBS videos will still be on our YouTube. So uh, if, if maybe your grandkids uh, come into town in the coming weeks, I'm sure you can find those lessons uh, and craft and you could probably reach out to Anne and she could send you something. Or if your kids were out of town and missed VBS and they're going to be in town this week, uh, I'm sure you could reach out to Anne and, and make that happen. And those resources will still be yep. available. That is one bonus about this whole uh covid thing is that we're recording more things and so we can kind of do them at different times and so i wanted to make sure people knew that um and then andrew is there anything else that youth are doing that we need to be aware of or that they that the the larger congregation can help in supporting you and youth with we got some things cooking but they're not fully fully there yet so we'll let folks know when it comes up but movie night this sunday movie night well, that's awesome, man. Well, Andrew, thanks so much for doing this, buddy. I'll, I will, uh, well, I'll see you tomorrow when we film the thing for VBS. Sweet. See you then, man. See ya. Bye.